Alright, ladies and gentlemen, time to get a step in the ring with the greatest tag team of podcast history. Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travis D. I'm Dizzle J. And we're diving into everything right away because of all the uh, exciting wrestling that we have to talk about from this past week. Action-packed. So much wrestling. We're going to dive right into it. And the first thing I want to talk about is, uh, well, you know what? You decide. What do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about the, uh, we got the uh, WWE Fastlane results we got to go over. We have to talk about the ARW show we went to, the upcoming SCW show that's happening uh, this Saturday. Uh, next Saturday, actually. Um... We got to talk about the Harlem Heat Hall of Fame. We got to do the freaking five. So much we got to talk about, but um, I'm going to let you pick on what you uh, want to uh, Let's talk just about. do the fast lane because I feel like we're going to have less to talk about with that. Okay, yeah. I mean, let's get that out of the way because I, I feel like the rest of the stuff we're going to have is going to take up some time. Psh, that works for me. Perfect. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Show's over. Show's over. Um, yeah, so, uh, Fastlane was this past Sunday, um, well, I, I won. Yeah, you won. You I won. won. You won. I did win. Um, a lot of surprises on the pay-per-view. Yeah, I, I, we, I didn't get to watch it in full. So oh, I sure did. Yeah. It was awesome. Because I own a television. So do I. I just, uh, didn't, phone didn't work properly, so I couldn't God get it back to the TV. Well, you know, the, uh, the network can work through the, uh, PS4. I don't have internet. Well, yeah, get internet. Oh, yeah. Right? Things See? cost money. See, look at that. Problem solver right there. Problem solver. Problem solver. Anyways, yeah, no. Uh, WWE Fastlane, probably so far, even though there's only been four, is probably... No, I can't even say it's my favorite pay-per-view of the year so far because Elimination Chamber is... Elimination Chamber is awesome. It was really good. This I did like, though, just for the fact that um, there was a match that was set up that got changed into a better match. And also they added on to... They added an additional match into it and altered the main event. So a lot of... Different things happened to what we expected. Some curveballs. Yeah, which did kind of mess up um, our results on a couple matches, but not fully. But overall, good match. Um, there was a pre-show match where it was uh, Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. Uh, that got changed into a fatal four-way for the U.S. title. It got bumped onto the main show. So there was only one pre-show match that was the New Day, which was Big E and Xavier Woods, took on Nakamura and Rusev. I picked a New Day. I picked Nakamura and Rusev. And um, New Day won. Yeah. And we're going we're gonna to realize this, and I don't want to keep jumping ahead because I want to go through piece, piece by piece, but I got every single one right except for one, and that was the fate of four-way for the U.S. title because that was unexpected. That, that was Just so you know, I almost clean sweep this bitch. Hey. What do you want, like an extra half a point for a clean sweep? Yeah, if there is a clean sweep. But, I mean, if you do that, then you have to go back to the uh, NXT TakeOver to Royal Rumble when I did clean sweep that fucking match card. So. Yeah, well. But we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> uh, New Day versus Nakamura Rusev. Did you watch this match? No. Neither did I, so we'll move on from it. I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big pre-show guy. I don't know why. I just don't get, either I don't get to the house in time to see the pre-show, or I'm in, I'm in the car on my mm-hmm. way to the house, so I can't watch it. I can listen to it, but. It's not like the radio. No, I get I get why they do do the pre-show thing. Um, I know for mo- some fans who want kind of dive deeper into like certain storylines and stuff like that, I get it from that aspect. But b- between Raw, between SmackDown, there's so much promos and talking and stuff. I don't want to sit for an hour before the show. Yeah, I may watch the preview or the pre-show for WrestleMania, but that's just because that is WrestleMania, right? 
But that's a big maybe. I may not even watch that because WrestleMania alone is already like a five-hour show on time. They're talking about it's being. It's gonna might even be longer this year. God, I hope so. I want WrestleMania to be like a twelve-hour thing. It, it practically is a twelve-hour. I thing. I pray to God that the oh, time geez. that we're capable of going to WrestleMania to enjoy, it, where we can sit in front row of WrestleMania, I'm hoping it's an eighteen-hour show, where literally everybody. Is on the card. Let's hope my kids aren't old. They're old enough to go to the bathroom by themselves. Let's pray that they are stuck at home with Liz. Works for me. Right? Hey. Because they're not going to go. No, fuck them. No. It's cheaper for two of us no. to go than six of us. And last thing I want is fucking listen or chain like, where is Cena? It's like, fuck, who cares? <laughs> I think by the time we get the rest of media, Cena's going to be tired. God. Uh, why couldn't it be now? Anyways, uh, the first match that we can talk about that I did see is the Usos taking on uh, Miz and McMahon, which is the first um, kind of surprise in this match. Now, obviously, um, I picked the Usos. They won. Um, but there was a heel turn. Yeah. And it's not the heel turn that I, I expected a heel turn, but not the way it happened. I expected a Miz heel turn. I think we had talked about earlier in earlier shows that the Miz would probably turn. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being Shane, which was surprising and, I mean, kind of cool at the same time. Yeah. Now, you picked Usos, too, for this one. Correct? I believe so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, it, it was a good match. Um, I did. I was impressed with the Miz fa- frog splash that he did because he's not normally a top rope guy. No. It was mentioned several times post-match that, you know, Miz went for something that's out of his comfort zone. Right. Which I get it, you know, the whole storyline on, you know, him trying to make his dad proud and all this other bullshit and everything. I get it. Um, the Shane heel turn, as goofy as it was, it was still kind of pretty cool. Uh, especially following it on the Tuesday SmackDown with kind of like, because at the preview we saw him grab Miz's dad's face. And yeah, oh, yeah, just jump. like palm Yeah. And the fact that he did that to the announcer on Tuesday SmackDown after he made the announcer announce him as the best in the world like three times. Three times. Which I kept thinking to myself, like, maybe that's like a, a like a hint to, like, CM Punk. Because CM Punk, he's referring to himself as the best in the world. Well, that's true. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, it's not he's not calling himself the greatest wrestler in the world. He's calling himself the best in the world. So... As far-fetched as it is, the fact that it's not going to happen, CM Punk coming back, it would be pretty cool if this is how they built it up. I, I still think the best way to bring Punk back would to have Royal Rumble in Chicago, and he'd be one of the entrants. Not Maybe not 30, because nobody ever wins from 30, yeah. or rarely wins from 30. Where would you put Punk in as an entrant for a Royal Rumble in Chicago? Like, What number would he come in as? I think I would put him in... What does he have? He has numbers tattooed on him, doesn't he? I don't know. His X is uh, uh, written on maybe 10 because of the X. I don't know. I'm just asking. Just give me a number, I, man. I We're wasting so much 20, fucking time. Uh, 20. 20? 20. Dumb. That is a dumb number. No. You do 27. You have to do 27. It's so. First off, 27 is the most common winning number. It's the logical one to fucking go by. And plus, it's so close to the end of the Royal Rumble. Why not do it? Oh, I guess that's true. You'll never expect it. You'll never expect that. That'll destroy the last three entrants, though. Fuck yeah, God, I hope so. I hope the, I hope the next three entrances are like Undertaker, Lesnar, and uh, The Rock. All three guys that he had to be buried by and <laughs> pissed him off. Cena. This <laughs> is fucking Cena. Um, but yeah, no, Usos won. Um, 
kind of building up. Uh, now, obviously, I think Shane and Miz are going to face each other at WrestleMania. Yeah, Looks like that match was called out. I don't know who the Usos are facing at WrestleMania yet, but you know they've been doing kind of their darker promos and stuff as of late since winning back the titles, which is pretty cool. And right now, it's up in the air on who the number one contender is because obviously the Miz and Shane aren't going to, you know, they don't get a team right. together anymore. So now they have to find a whole new storyline. And with, you know, the Hardy Boys coming back together as Team Extreme on SmackDown, uh, we got Ricochet and Aleister Black uh, tagging on both uh, shows. The, obviously, The Bar, The New Day, Rusev and Nakamura. I mean, it's, it's a toss-up on who could potentially go to WrestleMania. I'm pretty to God it's not a fucking other ladder match or something like that. I'd rather just have... See, that's what a, I was just thinking. No, I want a tag on tag. I don't want another fucking you know, ladder match. match. Yeah, because yeah. they just did that like two years ago. I think it'll be Team Extreme. You think so? Yeah. I don't like the whole Team Extreme thing. I think we talked about that last week, but I, th- I think the Woken... Well, just because you're more of a Woken fan. Yeah. I like the Team Extreme thing. I, it brings back to the nostalgia of it all. Only if they can get Lita to come back out there, but I don't think Matt would be cool with that. I think he would. I think I think with I, I think there I mean there have been talks over the years that he kind of forgave her, they kind of moved on and stuff. Matt and Edge are still you know friends and all that. Matt's married now. Edge is married to Beth Phoenix, which awesome to talk about when we get to that uh, oh, women's yeah. t- uh, title match. Um, I mean, I I don't think it'd be as much of an issue, but I think. The fans would make it an issue. I think the fans would make it an issue. Yeah, because they they would definitely want to relive that incident. <laughs> did, did they redo the uh, live sex scene? Like a makeup sex thing scene? <laughs> there you go. Oscar <laughs> uh, took on Mandy Rose for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Oscar retained, won the match off by beating Mandy Rose. Didn't uh, Deville call us? Rose. Yeah, so Deville, Deville's going underneath the rope to grab a candlestick, which don't know why. Makes no sense, but I get it. You had to find a way to fuck up the um, apron. Yeah. Which he did. And uh, yeah, uh, Mandy Rose tripped on it because she doesn't know how to hit the ropes right and fell and uh, lost. And then the same thing happened on SmackDown, but reverse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mandy Rose was trying to get up, pulled the apron up to try to pull herself up, and it Caused uh, Sonya to trip. So, I'm assuming, uh, what the fuck is their tag called? Um, Something in Fire. Fire and Desire. Fire and Desire, yeah. Pretty sure that team's going to break up. They're probably going to need a reason for them to fight each other at WrestleMania. I think it'll be a three-way. You think so? Between them and Asuka. I like that. I agree with you. I concur. You concur. I concur. Indubitably. Uh, Bar took on Kofi Kingston. We did not do a prediction on this because this was not on the match card. I was going to say, yeah, this was not a match yeah. card. You want to kind of talk about how it got led up to this point? I have no idea. No, you didn't see this no. one? Is this when I called and interrupted? Yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, Kobe Kingston was waiting to talk to Vince McMahon um, about, you know, being put into the match, uh, into the title match and all this other stuff. Vince said, yes, I'll make it a triple threat match. Go on out there. This match is happening next. Kofi goes out. Everyone's cheering. And all of a sudden, they swerved it. Match happened later on. And uh, Vince McMahon sent the bar out there to face Kofi in a uh, handicap match. Tornado handicap match. So both men in the ring at the same time. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. So obviously Kofi lost. Um, Rusev and Nakamura interfered in it as well. Don't know how uh, disqualification didn't happen, but whatever. <clears throat> uh, Revival took on Alistair Black and Ricochet, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. I picked the Revival. You picked Black and Ricochet. I did. Revival won. Yes, they did. Duh. Duh. Come on. 
Um, do you want to talk about this match, or did you I, miss this one too? Yeah, there's a. I missed a whole lot of this. What the fuck I is know. wrong with you? How do you host I, a podcast? Well, and I'm, I, I'm only 33. percent I don't. First know. off, co-host. First off, this pay per view was six days ago. Yes, you could rewatched it. I could have at some point. I tried. How dare you? Was there a match on here you did see? I saw the Becky Lynch Fleur match, the Daniel Bryan. I saw that most of the Daniel Bryan Kevin Owens match. So you didn't see any good matches? No. No. Fine. I saw the Shield. No, fuck, I'll do this. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Revival took out Anderson Black and Ricochet. They also took on Bobby Roode and Gable. It was a good match. It wasn't as impactful as... I mean, if you sat there and you watched Raw and SmackDown... Yeah. With Alistair Black and Ricochet fighting all these guys and everything. It was pretty much just the same the same match. The same high spots and all this other stuff. <clears throat> the fake going through the ropes. You know, obviously, you know, all the big spot match. It, it was a good match, but it was a match that was portrayed on TV for so long. He just threw Gable and uh, Root into it. It was the same old thing. Yeah. yeah. that's Yeah. You would think with Black and Ricochet, they would have some pretty decent... Tag team combination moves that if you put different people in there, yes, yeah. but yeah, it, move on from that too. Uh, Samoa Joe, um, Andrade, R Truth, and Rey Mysterio in a fatal four way. Um, we we did predict on the one on one match between Andrade and Rey, but we watched it when it became a fatal four way because obviously, if this match was the true match, I would pick Joe, right? Because it's on the road to WrestleMania. Um, Samojo did end up winning. He retained his title. Uh, a lot of good spots, but again, they just you know did they just did this match on fucking SmackDown before the pay per view. Yeah, that's how. Uh, so, yeah, that's Joe got it. Yeah, so they basically just rematched the entire Fatal Four Way. Don't understand why. Moving on, Boston Hug Connection took on Nia Jax and Tamina. Boston Hug won. Go figure. Yeah. Um, the match isn't as. Awesome as the post-match uh, situation with, obviously, Tamina and I lost. They beat up uh, Boston Hug. Um, Beth uh, stuck her nose in the business and uh, got beat up. Beth Phoenix came out. They're not, not Beth Phoenix. Uh, Natalia. Natalia came out to help Beth Phoenix. She got beat down, too. Just, uh, yeah. No, I just, feel like that'd be a powerful women's tag. It's gonna be a WrestleMania yeah. match. I mean, it, it's going to. I, I, I'm happy. I'm happy that it feels like WrestleMania is gonna be very woman match dominant, which I think is pretty cool. I, I, I'm hoping. I hope to God that the Becky Charlotte Ronda match is the closer. Yeah, if this was if this was the late '90s. When Becky, especially on SmackDown, when she referenced that she's going to the main event of WrestleMania, if this was the late 90s, that would mean the last match of the show. Right. But now, because of how you get into later and everything, how everyone's such a big star now, every fucking match is a main event. I don't know how you open a WrestleMania with a main event, but they do it. They fucking do it. But um, it was a pretty it was a pretty cool ending, obviously, with Tamina and uh, Nia uh, establishing their dominance and everything. And Tamina is actually the one that kind of... Um, Gave the idea for the freaking five for this week. Really? Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that uh, when that comes around too on why. Um, so I think it's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be one of the. Uh, I forget what the Beth and Natalia's contract is like. The something divas or divas of destruction or something like that. They're probably gonna come back together. We saw uh, Natalia take on um, 
Naya on Raw. Mm-hmm. Beth Phoenix in her corner and everything, so that was pretty cool. I just kind of get that build up to WrestleMania. So you saw the triple threat? The triple threat was... I, do, I liked do you want to talk about that one, or should I do that one too? Or? Well, I mean... I saw a lot of it, and there was a lot of spots. Oh, I, wait. Oh, I forgot. I picked Boston Hug. You picked Boston Hug, so we tied on that one. Good. So the Daniel Bryan-Kevin um, Owens match got changed to and added Mustafa Ali, which, you know, as I'm – and I turn it on, and that's what they're – I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? But Which we did get confirmed on Saturday at the ARW show talking to some of the wrestlers. That this Mustafa Ali is Mustafa Ali that I used to film matches for when he wrestled in Elite Pro Wrestling. That's awesome. He didn't um, answer my Instagram message, but that's cool. Anyway, go ahead. I mean, he, he's big time. Don't matter. Big time. He just answered the message. But I thought this match was great. Uh, the closing moments of it were just ridiculous to me. The high, the knee off Daniel Bryan with the knee with Mustafa Ali coming off. Oh, God. That, that just screamed like... I'm not gonna wake up for three days. Yeah, because that that looked like a fucking hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Bryan won, which his road to WrestleMania. Obviously, he's gonna be there, but who is he gonna face? Obviously, uh, my guess is gonna be Kofi. Yeah, well, he has to get through that gauntlet. Yeah, as announced on Tuesday, uh, next Tuesday, uh, Kofi Kingston is going to a gauntlet match or to make it to WrestleMania. He has to take on Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, The Bar, and Rowan. Yep. So I'm pretty excited to see that. Um, I I believe the storyline shows that he's going to do it. So, and you know that'd be the first time that somebody completed a gauntlet and got a match like that in WWE history. Did you Google that? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Okay. The closest one was Stone Cold Steve Austin. He got through the uh, was it the corporation at the time. Corporate then, ministry one. I don't know if it was corporate ministry or corporation. And then uh, he lost to Vince McMahon at the last one. That makes sense. It is Vince. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you want to do Becky and Charlotte? Becky and Charlotte was scary for me at first because Becky's with the leg and I don't want her to seriously get injured. She did have a decent showing for being a one-legged person and has like kicking contest. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure. I knew something was going to happen. I thought she was going to get it with the disarmor. Rousey comes out, causes the interference, causes Charlotte the match. Yep. This is this is the match I'm looking forward to the most at W at WrestleMania. And now Rousey's just unhinged. Yeah, be, yeah, because of and even Becky mentioned on uh, SmackDown that it was all a mind game thing to get Rousey to Rousey to do something like this to Ronnie. get her. Rodney. Rodney. Um, in your head, Rodney. <laughs> to get, uh, to do something like this to get her into that moment, which she made a lot of sense in her promo on Tuesday saying, like, how she, like, how does it make sense for her having to fight to get into a match that she already won the World Rumble right. to get into in the first place? So fucking weird, but it happened. <laughs> uh, we both picked Becky. She obviously won. Uh, final match was the Shield come together for one last time. To take on uh, Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. This, I mean, this other, is, it's the same old thing. Yeah. Other than the triple power bombs, I I wasn't too impressed yeah. with the match. So, um, I don't want to talk too much more about uh, Fast Lane just because I do want to get to all the important stuff that we have. So, I'll say it. <laughs> what? 
Is WWE sponsoring us? Move over, right? WWE. Is Time WWE, for the real stuff. Right? Is WWE getting us front row seats to the show? Oh, I can't no. wait. Front row seats right? next weekend. Right? All they do is give uh, people who don't already have the WWE Network a free month of WWE Network, and the people who already own the WWE Network gets nothing but a fucking bill every month. Sorry. Yeah. No. Why not do it? On your one-year anniversary, give me a, give me a month free once a year. Why the fuck not? Right? Yeah, there stop, you go, Denny. Stop sending me digital copies of your yeah. of your shit from the pay-per-views that I don't go to. <laughs> but um uh but the Shield uh Corbin Roman, that fucking that six man tag match, it, it wasn't that bad. It was nice to kind of see the Shield together as a nostalgia thing. They did the triple power bomb to uh Drew through the uh, table, they did it to Corbin in the ring to make the pin and everything. It was pretty cool how it ended. I would rather that not been the main event. Yeah, that didn't make sense to me. Yeah, but yeah, you would have figured Lynch or Brian would have been main event. Yeah, so you picked the Shield. I picked the Shield. Shield won. Um, so I did win this pay per view. So now we're tied two to two on the uh, pay per view uh, champ of the year. The only other thing I do want to talk about for... Actually, no, I guess there was two things for WWE that I still want to talk about before we kind of move on to everything else is Harlem Heat's going to the Hall of Fame. Which I thought was a great choice. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, the only thing that I don't like about the Hall of Fame yet is that as we get closer to WrestleMania, Vader has not been announced to or the Hall of Fame well. yet. Yeah. So these people who I feel should get in, which... No disrespect to the Harlem Heat or DX, but, I mean, some of those people are already fucking in the Hall of Fame. Booger T's already a Hall of Famer. Right. So, to put Harlem Heat in there, great, awesome, yeah, but Vader needs to be in the Hall of Fame. I, I feel the same way about Big yeah. Little. Fun fact, I was going through my wrestling shit, you know, for my Wrestle Crate boxes, yeah. RIP Wrestle Club. I have a King Kong Bundy autograph. No shit. Yeah, That's and awesome. it was from December, so it was, like, right before he died. Yeah. So, I can't wait to frame these. I gotta find some frames, man. Dollar store, bro. Dollar store. Yeah, yeah, but they're still not a dollar. Like, three bucks a piece. I don't want that kind of a fancy fucking... I just, I just want a cheap-ass fucking frame. A plastic fucking frame with a plastic <laughs> fucking sheet in front of it. So, I can stick it on the wall. Because all it is is a picture. You, you have to go to uh, that Dollar General. You have to actually go to the dollar dollar store. God damn it. Um, The other thing I do want to mention... Oh, congratulations to Harlem Heat for going into the day to eat. It's pretty awesome how... We're seeing a lot more WCW type people going in. Yeah. At least one a year. You know, we had DDP last year and Sting and all that. So it was really cool. So congrats to Harlem Heat. Um, I do remember watching you. I'm surprised that um, that uh, Big T or whatever, you know, oh, Ahmed yeah. Johnson yeah. is not part of the trio. Nah. Um, do you know who's inducting them? I know it hasn't been announced yet, but I'm pretty sure I know who it is. Teddy Long? Gotta be Teddy Long. Gotta be. Yeah. Or Charmel. Both are managers. Uh, Hopefully it's Big T. Hopefully it's Ahmed Johnson. I think Ahmed Johnson looks terrible. Now God, I don't give a fuck. I hope that fucking fat bitch fucking gets up on stage and it's all like, you know, I was also... Uh, I will remember, remember, I fought for the T. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back when fucking uh, Booker T just became Booker and he came out to, like, to leave with the Beaver fucking theme song. But Harlem Heat was always one of my favorites to watch, too. I love, I love their entrance music. And it makes me go back now to the entrance music thing we had. The promo that Harlem Heat shot on Hulk Hogan when Booker know. T dropped the N-bomb. Oh. oh. On live TV. 
Well, I mean, Vince McMahon <laughs> dropped the N-bomb on my TV. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I, you know, he said, the fucking, he said the fucking thing. I hope that was, you know, now that I think about it, I hope it was a fucking, uh, um, a jab at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got I hope so. That's pretty cool. Um, anyways, yeah, congratulations to Harley. Also, the other thing I wanted to mention from WWE is this past Raw in Pittsburgh, Kurt Angle announced that WrestleMania is going to be his last match. Oh, yeah, that's, that. I mean, good for him. Yeah. He's had a great great career everywhere mm-hmm. he's went. He, he's had his demons and stuff like that, but he's conquered them. Yep. And that's always been cool. He's always been a solid in-ring performer on the mic. Uh, heel, face, goofy, he he did it all. Yeah. I, I can remember him sitting there with the little guitar singing to Vince. There's oh, a, yeah. That shit was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. I They haven't announced who... Um, is facing at WrestleMania yet. I kind of wish that his match with Apollo Crews was the main event on Raw. Because I think that would have been a lot cooler than the yeah. whole like Roman, Dean, uh, Drew shit. I mean, if it's his last match on Raw ever, why not give him the main event slot? Have him face some. I mean, I get Apollo Crews, that's fine, whatever, but why not have him face like someone who's a little bit more up there and give him like that, that win, you know? So who do you think his opponent in WrestleMania would be? I, I think it's going to be uh, Cena. Cena? Yeah. I hope it's the Undertaker. I hope it's not the Undertaker. I hope it's the Undertaker just so people are like, God, the Undertaker again. And I hope Angle wins. And he also beats the streak. Just like Brock and Roman. Because it's a thing now. Cena would be a good one. Because, I mean, he started Cena's career. Yeah. It would be cool if Cena ended his. So that would be pretty cool. Yeah. That, that's how I think it would go. And I mean, that match of him and Cena was... A damn good match, yep. and I just launched Cena from there. Because if you could step in the ring with Kurt Angle and have him pat you on the back after you leave, yeah, that's you've done a damn good job. Just like uh, Hardy and Undertaker. Yeah, it's also kind of weird how when you look at it now and like think about how like the career that Angle made up to this point and where Cena came in on it, but Cena left already, and Angle's still going. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Um. Yeah, so that's enough with WWE. Um, fucking next, uh, next pay per view is WrestleMania in April. So I think we'll, we'll talk more about that in the next. Yeah, and yeah, so we'll, we'll be fine. Um, your choice, man. What do you want to talk about next? Let's. That's uh, gonna be your job for now, and you decide the order. Oh, I, I gotta decide where we go. For now, on you decide the order of everything, and then I'm just gonna talk about it. All right, let's do the freaking five. Cool. Which one you want to do? Last week's or this week's? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday was a bit of a rough day for me, and I ended up posting the same one from the week prior, and I do apologize for that, God. but we did get some hits on it. God, I'm so fucking cool. That, that show was hilarious when you texted me. I said, nope, didn't even realize. Did not even realize. Uh, so, last week I did the top female performers non-blonde, and so when I reposted it for this week, three people did comment. Uh, we have Nick... Who picked AJ Lee? Oh, which which by the way, as I interrupt you, for those who responded to this freaking five from last week, why didn't you just respond last week? Yeah, that's what I don't I don't get. And we were talking about this before right. the show. I mean, I appreciate it. And granted, this is Jay's fuck up. Oh yeah, but this all could have been avoided if you just responded last week. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. So Nick. Oh. He picked AJ Lee, yep. China, Lita, Paige, Gail Kim. 
It's Which, a solid list. Yeah, I mean, I list. I had uh, I had two of those. So, yeah, I had Paige and Gail came in mind. Uh, Bobby, a.k.a. Mr. America from NXW. AJ Lee, I'm assuming. Becky Lynch, Lita, Victoria, Gail Kim. I had a couple of those, too. Yep. Uh, the Fitz, Lita, Awesome Kong, China, AJ, and Becky Lynch. That's a, I don't think anybody else had Awesome Kong or Karma. No, I, I didn't have Awesome Kong. Um, actually, you know, I'm thinking of this week's uh, Freaking Five, but no, Awesome Kong is a good one. She definitely was one of the top... Uh, Female stars in Impact. Uh, she had the slight run in Day Day E. Um, you know, unfortunately. And, and now she does Glow. She does the on the TV yeah. show for Netflix. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, so this week's how many? Uh, how many guys? How many people we get for this week? Uh, we had uh, two. Did we? Yeah. Who you? Yeah, yeah you fuckhead. <laughs> All right. So, so this week we did the most underrated female wrestlers. Yeah, which you know, if you guys want to, like, I I don't care that you guys respond to last week's freaking five this week. That's fine. If you go back and respond to any old ones and stuff like that, you know, you can still do it. It's still all in fun. It's still all there. So if for some reason you missed the top female underrated stars for this week, you can still do it next week too. Just also do the week of one as well. We'll do a freaking rewind and go back. No, to it. Yeah, or just hey, share the right one. Share right the right there, one. we go. Hey, hey. Oh, fuck. Okay, thirty-three freaking percent. Thirty-three. There we go. God, you can't even say your own name, right? No. Did you the one gave me booze? That's not my <laughs> All right. So the most underrated wrestle, female wrestlers. Yeah. I had Gail Kim in the WWE. Okay. Because I totally believe she was not used properly in WWE. Uh, Victoria, Luna Vachon, Natalia, and Eve Torres. Okay. Natalia to me has always been because she came in right at that the diva era mm-hmm. where she could actually wrestle and most yeah. of the other girls couldn't. Yep. So to me, she's the top. If I had to pick number one, what I'm going to respect your list by not tearing it apart. So. Oh, okay. It's really hard not to. <laughs> My list is solid. Your list is a dumpster fire. I'm sorry. Whatever. Gail Kim and Dota E, fine. Okay, that's all well and good. Victoria had a pretty good run in Dota E. She is going to be a Hall of Famer. Luna was a valet, and she was ugly as fuck. I, I'm not like judging she, them. Like, by... she was in the oddities with this big fucking fat dude who wore a mask and carried around a Cartman thing. She should have worn the mask. But she's still an under. She was a valet for Goldust. Goldust was the hottest chicken neck team. <laughs> Natalia, fine, I get. Eve Torres sucked. Eve Torres was a great wrestler. She never sucked. got a chance. No, they shouldn't give her a chance. It's horrid. All right, what's, what's on your okay, list? Okay, anyways. Yeah. But no, good list. A prick. Um, Tamina. So this, really? Yeah, so this is what I want to mention. So, I'm going to tell you. And as we went through the pay-per-view, I want to tell you why... Tamina was the reason I thought of this most underrated freaking five. Tamina's been in the WWE for close to a decade. Never once had a women's championship, diva championship opportunity. When she was in WWE, as she was in WWE, she said that the only thing she ever really wanted to do was to be the first Samoan woman to be champion. They gave it to Naya instead, her cousin, who was there for a minuscule of the time that she was there. Do you really think she's better in the ring than Naya, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She never broke Becky Lynch's nose. Well, that's true. 
But she's been there for 11 years. And the biggest thing is, from what she believes, and she mentioned it on the podcast I listened to, is that they felt that she didn't fit the um, the 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 woman look oh. to be it. But Nanaya is. And yeah. I get that they're trying to broaden that whole spectrum based on the whole women's division now. But to be there for 11 years, never getting like an opportunity. She never had a title match whatsoever? No. The only time she... No, it's like oh, never. I'll give you that then. Yeah. So... That's the biggest reason, like, I wanted to do this list because because this is Women's Month and everything. We I want to honor all the women who achieved so much, but the ones who never really got that opportunity. Right. Um, I have Natalie as well. So, see, Natalia. Whatever. Is it? Are you sure it's Natalia? Yeah. Because her fucking Instagram, or whatever, is like Natty by nature for Natalie. It, her real name's probably Natalie, but okay, her yeah. Name is so Natalia. what? So okay, you can't get to know a person no. for real. You suck. Mickey James. I believe uh, they should have done a lot more with her. I think she definitely should be women's champion. Absolutely. Tori Wilson. Better than Eve. I'll say it. A lot better than fucking Eve. So much better than Eve. So much fucking better than Eve. And then ODB. Oh, I kind of forgot about ODB. A lot of people do because, like, she only had, like, a great run for a short period of time. And then she kind of just. She comes back randomly. Yeah, but still. I, I always enjoyed her in TNA, though. That She was one of my favorites. And when, Is she somewhere other than TNA? I, I don't know. She I haven't seen or heard anything about her. Yeah, other than the Eric Young uh, storyline, I don't really know Oh, much and they were her. female tag team champions? Yeah, and I, I mean, outside of that, I know she feuded a lot with Awesome Kong, but... She feuded a lot with Gail Kim. She, I mean, she had some great matches out there. Yeah, see, I don't remember that stuff, though. Yeah. Like, there was, there was a weird period during TNA where... I watched the beginning of it, where like they had the eight sided ring. They had like every match was like a twenty minute time limit thing. Um, Jeff Jarrett was still a huge part of it and shit like that. And then I got away from it for a long ass fucking time. And then you know that's where they started the knockouts division. Hulk Hogan started coming in, so there was a gap in between there where I didn't see a lot of it. And that was I think a lot of the ODB stuff that I may have missed. Yeah, that, she she was great. Yeah. All right. What's next? Well, the, the thought we do last, right? Yeah, it's the final freaking thought. All right. Do you know what final means? Do you want to end the show right now? I mean, we're only like 35 minutes in. No. It's to ask a question. Why you got to ask? You're as bad as the old lady. Why do you got to ask? We've been doing this show for two years. Fucking been sober for almost a week. God damn it. Let's go with Air. This is episode 48. ARW show. And you're wondering how this works? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I reboot uh, every week. Holy fuck. All right, so let's get into ARW, the show we went to last week. Yeah. It was a good show. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Uh, the arena was nice. The stand was nice. Yeah. No, you Saw Steve. Steve was there. Fucking saw, saw Steve. We, I mean, there was a lot of people there. Yeah, the crowd wasn't as as loud as the SCW shows, but very much paid attention and got involved at key moments in the matches. Mm, actually, so the first match of the night we had the Indiana State Championship match, which was Dave Allen versus Mister Three Percent Hudson. Dave Allen wins, mm-hmm. leg in the ropes, the classic uh, villain move. Yeah. 
he he's probably he's probably one of the top guys in ARW from my my opinion. Now, with ARW being new to us, right? You know, I think it's I think it's with him being champion too. I think I think it's a justifiable uh, statement to make. Is he's definitely one of the top guys there. He definitely has a swagger about himself when he comes to the ring. Uh, he is known as the flawless one. Yep. So, and if, we've seen him a few times here and there. Uh, I believe we saw him in Powerhouse Wrestling before. He's been in SCW with this whole cross promotion event. Yep. And then their SCW versus ARW match was Andy Black. Andy. Versus O'Neill. Andy. <laughs> I can tell you guys are there. Andy. <laughs> Some shit happened during that match and they ended up having to switch refs. You think um, it's weird? Like, I mean, like, because he really didn't respond to us. But I think the only reason he didn't respond to us is because he's not used to people, like, chanting his name in any way. Yeah. Well, like, obviously. Like, I know he's, I know he, he, he understands cops that he's more known as, like, you suck. But to us, he'll always be Andy. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was, and it, I will give credit where credit's due. He put on a great match. And um, I think because obviously, ooh, actually, no, I forgot to ask. Uh, Fastlane, uh, top match of the night for you. Oh, it probably had to be the Daniel Bryan match. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, because you didn't see a lot of it, I think the Boston Hug to me in a um, Naya match was probably the top so I'll, I'll probably go back and rewatch it. Yeah, so. that, to me, that was the top match. It was pretty cool, especially with it being their first tag team uh, title defense. But um, we actually uh, agreed that, um, well, no, we didn't agree, but we discussed it. For me, this was the top match for me of the night. Yeah, this was probably the most exciting match yeah. for me as well. Um, not only because... It's SCW versus ARW, but it yeah. was a good match between Black and O'Neal. Uh, Black did end up tapping out to O'Neal. He did. Yeah. After did. after a referee switch, though. Yeah. Yeah. So they were they were more focused on an SCW ref for this one, mm-hmm. but obviously, uh, Andy. I don't know if he needs more training in the ring or not. Took out the ref, but and then the next match we saw was I'm not done talking about oh, this match oh, yet. Well, man. shit, I, you paused. Oh God! I, I I see. This is why I can't give you shit to do. I I did very good here, very well. That's what. That's what. It, I are all right. Shit. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, God, I know it's fine. It's just the last. The only. The only other thing I wanted to say, and again, in in Black's defense, um, for him being a guy who solely focuses on himself. I mean, he is kind of an egomaniac. Yep. It's nice for him to go out there to represent SCW. So I think that is pretty cool. It was yeah, a little bit of a shot. Yeah, we yeah, we give him a lot of shit and everything, but you know, he, he is he is a good competitor and at least it shows that yeah, you know, it may be all for Andy and shit like that, but at least he's doing it, you know, for a pride of like SCW. Yeah, like a home show pride. Yeah, yeah. But he still is. Andy <laughs> Oh my god. And let's not forget, he, he spit on an old lady. Yeah! He's... And he, 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 the last SCW show, he hit an old lady in the head with a water Right? Like, this guy this guy hates people. I, man, I'm telling you. Right? This is like, like the flock reborn. Yeah, oh, God. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right? He's still rocking them sister jeans, so hey, good for yeah. him. At least he got in a girl's pants. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, the next match tonight, we had a chain match, which most of you know is just like a dog collar match because yep. the chain was attached to their hand, yep. not their neck. Uh, it was B.O.W. versus Mad Max Holiday, also known as the Bearded Bruiser. Yep. Uh, this match was a slow start for me. <laughs> Good powerhouse match. These two guys were, I mean, B.O.W. is just huge and scary looking, kind of like Bane. Yeah. From the bat from Batman, uh, Bow did end up get with the win. I... Who who's the uh, old wrestler that I can never remember the name? From the one who, the one who got stabbed in uh, Puerto Rico, uh, Bruiser Brody. Bruiser Brody. If you guys don't know ARW or who these wrestlers are, in my opinion, again, just my opinion, maybe you'll agree with me. But to see Bow take on um, Max Bale, or Matt... Max Mad Max Holiday, yeah. It would be like if there was a dog collar match between Bruiser Brody and King Kong Bundy. That would be the best uh, representation yeah. I could think of. R.I.P. Bundy. And Bruiser Brody. Both yeah. of them. But yeah, yeah. I mean, these, yeah, they're big fucking dudes. Especially uh, with... Um, oh, God. Why can't I remember that fucking guy's name? Um, Holiday. Um, I mean, he kind of started the match without even strapping on the uh, chain. Oh, yeah, he just went right after B.O.W. Yeah. So there's probably a story behind it that we don't know of yet because Air is so new to us, but um, it was still a good match. It was definitely a good match. Yep. I, I really don't think there there wasn't a bad match on the card. No, no. Well, we'll talk about the main event. <laughs> uh, we had a tag team match. It was the Caribbean Connection versus Angel Armani and Nick Cutler. This um. Last week I screwed up the Car- the Caribbeans. Caribbeans. Which it is still pronounced Caribbean. Yeah. So he screwed it up again. Oh. Caribbean connection? <coughs> I don't fucking know. Caribbean connection. I'm dying. This fucking cough drops aren't helping. Caribbean. It's should, fucking Caribbean. Should have had a shot of whiskey with me. You'd have been alright. I don't know. I think you might have been screwed up shit like I did. I, I, I think I'm just choking on this fucking hosting aspect you're trying to do. Oh, <laughs> God. 33%, bro. I'd, I know. This This hey. is what 30%, this is what 33% gets you right here. 33% gets you hey, this. I'm killing. You're fucking killing it, dude. I tell you, if there was a day I couldn't make it to the show, you could <laughs> you, you could attempt it so fucking hard. It, it'd be like a 15-minute show. God. You, like, oh, you know what? I'm done. God. I'm tapping out. There will be so many unsubscribers. It'd be nuts, but at least you, <laughs> at least you could try. Uh, yeah, the Caribbeans are taking on uh, Cutler and uh, Papa. And Papa, Grandpa, Bye. old, old, old man uh, Skinner. <laughs> he kind of looks like Skinner, right? Like <laughs> he looks like Skinner after Skinner gives up on himself. But I mean, good match. They both teams had very solid teamwork and everything like that. Uh, yep. Armani did look good in the ring for being an older gentleman. He. He was probably a powerhouse back in the day. He has been around for a while. They talked about other people he had fought throughout the years. Yeah, I, I, ne- I've never seen the guy wrestle. No, but I mean, especially like when you get to like the indies and stuff like that. Like you do see a lot of guys who are more up there in their years, either finishing off a career or still like working through. It's kind of like uh, Rourke and uh, the wrestler. Yeah, so I, I feel like Rourke and the wrestler is probably a. Lost cause, but yeah, uh, but I think also to uh, help me if I'm wrong, the Caribbeans. They, they, this is their debut in ARW. I believe it was mm-hmm. from what from what we heard and what we read and what they announced. 
Uh, there was a count out. So everything that they said points to them being there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shadow really got me now. I'm not, I'm not really a day drinker. God. More, more of a night drinker. Well, you know what they say, Jay. You can't drink all day if you don't start first thing in the morning. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, there, there was a count-out victory. The Caribbean. Caribbeans. The Caribbeans. Caribbeans. The Caribbeans. That'd be cool if they were like coffee guys. It was like a convoy of Mexicans when you say it. Oh. Caribbeans. I'm super white. I don't know. Anyways. There, there was a count-out victory mm-hmm. in favor of the connection. Yep. Uh, they did not like winning by count out, so the match got restarted, and then the connection did end up winning by pinfall, I do believe. Said that was a good match too. I, I hope to see more from the connection. They were. I like how you're passing up the Caribbean word. Oh, I'm 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 a, <laughs> I'm avoiding it like the plague. Oh shit! <laughs> no, it was a yeah no, it was a great match. Uh, if this was their AR debut, I think they nailed it. It was nice to see Cutler, um, because we see him a lot more in uh, SCW than anything. Yeah. So to see him in a different uh, company doing what he does is pretty cool, and especially allowing his grandfather to tag with him. Oh, that, that was awesome. lovely, you know. Yeah, it was nice to keep it in the family. That's right. Speaking of the family, mm-hmm. oh, good segue. Yeah, you like that? Oh yeah, best thing you've done. Forty-eight episodes. Forty-eight episodes. I finally nailed something. Holy correctly. shit. Ivan Manson from the family is ARW's heavyweight champion. Which I never knew that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, and he took on the machine, which is, he's relatively new to us. We've seen him in a couple of videos here and there. Which I also like to um, mention. Well, we saw the machine at SCW. Right. Which, uh, he was pretty cool. Um, but... It's weird how Ivan's the ARW heavyweight champion, and yet they went on record in SCW saying that they're not taking a side. So ARW's champion doesn't even want to pick their side against SCW. Right. Well, I think we like we discussed before with the family is that they have their own set of rules, yeah, their own set of guidelines, and they're going to follow them. And that's and we saw a lot of the family, like more yeah. members of the family than we ever seen at yeah. SCW. Usually, at SCW is like three. Maybe pushing for. I think there was like five of them, six of them there. Yeah, there's a couple guys we had seen before, and I think another guy we hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Andrews wasn't there, but this was this was. I think this is probably the second match of the night for me. Okay, because again, it's just two powerhouses going at each other, and uh, I like to use the term "the machine pulled a Guerrero." The best finish in an independent match I've seen. In like I, I think that's the best pulling a Guerrero I've ever seen. It was awesome. So, uh, what was it, a chain? He pretend, he threw the chain at uh, Ivan Manson. Yep. And then poured this red liquid all over his head and it looked like blood. So yep. when the ref turned around, he assumed yep. Ivan hit him with the chain and broke him open. So therefore, with that win, the machine now gets a shot at the ARW championship whenever he wants. Ironically, it's the same stipulation that Jake Andrews had against Marche Rocket last month at SCW for the tag team titles, but they didn't win that one. Right. Well. They also lost this one, too. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I think the family is... uh... I think as a unit, the the family succeeds a lot more than independent. Right. Not saying that they can't be independent to themselves, but when you have a group like that, it's kind of like, I think that's one of the strongest groups we've seen, especially in the indie scene, too. 
because they have a nice mixture of uh, the uh, veteran wrestler and Ivan, the <laughs> younger wrestler, and the dog collar boy and uh, Jake Andrews. I'm not a big fan of the dog collar boy. Yeah, it looks like... He fat shamed that one lady at the match. And, th- and it wasn't a funny fat shame. It wasn't, no. No. If you're, you know, we're, we're big guys. If you're going to make fun of a big guy, you need to be funny about it because we've yeah. heard everything. Yeah, yeah. Plus, he fucking looks like a Columbine kid. Yeah, he looks... <laughs> I believe I hollered that at him at the last, <laughs> at the last show. Uh, their main event was a fatal four-way tag team event to crown the next ARW ch- uh, tag team champions. Yeah, because um, was it the the tag champions got stripped at the beginning of the show, correct? Right. Okay. I believe uh, the other member of their tag team had left or whatever the case may yeah, be. Yeah, and that, and that was the biggest thing. Like they, they, One of the unfortunate things about not knowing about ARW sooner is like you you come into it. It's not like everything restarts. You know, It's not like watching a show or something on TV where it doesn't restart from the very beginning and you know everything that's going on. So we're kind of diving into it. Like, I know they have a new commissioner. Yep. Which I didn't know that like ARW had like a commissioner. I thought fucking old man um, fucking... Yeah, but who who do I who do I always talk, say he looks like? Uh, Michael Hayes. Michael Hayes. Yeah. Yeah, I thought. I mean, I thought he ran the show, but I mean, I I don't know. So so yeah, so we had the fit of four way for the uh, ARW Tag Team Championship. And it was the the family versus the Midwest Slayers. Let's talk about the family for a minute. Well, no, go on. You go on now. It's all the four people. Yeah, the, I, don't, I don't know why I have a habit of interrupting you. The the Midwest Slayers, the Maidens of Iron, which were a female tag team. Yep. And that was a scary female tag team. Mm-hmm. And then you had Jay Harris and the Sheik from SCW. And you had Excalibur and John Hudson, Malibu's Most Wanted, from ARW. So, family, what was your idea there? I had no idea Bronda Lumberjack was part of the family. I Neither did I. And he still kind of had that little, his yeah. little craziness to him, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna be part of the family much longer. With the the interaction that I saw after with the match, the family was the first one to go out. Yep. Yeah, it was an elimination match. It was an elimination. It was match. a fatal four way tag team elimination match. Yep. They were the first first tag team to go out. Yep. And then the Maidens of Iron were the second one because they kicked the Sheik and Jay Harris in the nuts. Yep. And then it was end up being SCW versus ARW in the final moments of the match. Um. Malibu's Most Wanted pulled out the match with a handstand pin. I think that's what some stuck out for us. Yeah, it was a because they double pin. Was it a double pin? Or I mean, it was it wasn't a double pin. He, he just did rolled like a up, roll and, up yeah. and did a handstand with the yeah. roll up, which was something neat, something we hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, all in all, it was a great show. I can't wait to see the next one. Who knows? Yeah, when did we announce that? It was in April, right? It's Well, it's definitely in April. April 13th. Uh, yeah, April 13th. It's at the VFW. And it's at the VFW yeah. in Lake Station, Indiana. Cool. Yeah. Nice. All right. So, you have a match and then... You don't want to talk about SCW? Oh, that... yeah. This is, this is why <laughs> I don't leave the show, man. <laughs> 
My 33% doesn't include leadership It's your call. We, we can skip SCW and wait No, I want to talk SCW. Right? Man. I mean, I, I figured it'd be I, nice to give people at least a, a week ahead uh, heads up about SCW yeah, show next week. But man. if you want to skip it, I mean, we're getting close to time here if you don't want to no, do fuck that. time, man. I don't give a shit about God time. damn it. All right, so SCW, Southland Championship Wrestling, uh, is this coming Saturday, the 23rd. At Clifton. It's in Clifton, yeah. So, uh... I'm excited to see the new, uh, not, I'm sorry, it's probably not new, but a different venue. Right. I mean, you had the opportunity to see them in Monique. I did. So, uh, Clifton's going to be new for both of us. Yep. So, I'm really excited to see that. We did get a match card. Um, we'll do our predictions for this next week because we are running, like, kind of, like, on time here. So, uh, right now, and again, card's subject to change, as we've noticed with ARW and shit, even with Fastlane. The card is subject to change, but right now... What we're showing for SCW is the Sheik and Sergeant Brooks are having um, a rematch, a tiebreaker table match. Oh, I can't wait. Which, um, outside of the street fight we saw at the first uh, Southland Championship Wrestling that we've been to, this is like the first kind of like stipulation type match that we've seen in a while. Well, I guess the cage like falls on it or whatever fucking match from last week. Uh, no disqualification. No disqualification match. match, yeah. So this is going to be our first table match. Yeah. I haven't seen a table match on Independence in a long-ass time, so I'm really excited to see, uh, see how the, this goes. I'm also kind of um, wondering if um, if the uh, Sheik... Unholy Alliance? Unholy Alliance is going to be involved in that. Well, we do know that Angus McDuffie will be there. Yep. And they usually bring around the amazing Amazon with them. Which she's going to be there, too, because she's going to uh, fight for... Um, the SCW title. The women's SCW title. Ooh. So they're definitely going to be there. We'll see if uh, if they're in the corner for the Sheik during tail match. And if they are, is someone going to be in the Sheik's corner as well? Uh, RK Savage and Jay Harris are going to have their rematch uh, following last month's match between the two where Savage took the victory. Which was our match of the night. That was our match of the night. Yeah, and there's a good possibility this will probably be our match yeah. of the night again too. Um, they're just, there's something about a team who just like is so sick of each other. That they could put on a great match with each other, so I think it's pretty cool. I mean, in, in past history, you go through and you see that uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H, mm-hmm. uh, Bobby Roode and James Storm, uh, shit, the, the Shield, the yeah. Shield, and both times, yeah, <laughs> you know, all of them, everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they're having their rematch. Um, SCW is going to crown the first ever women's champion. Uh, it's going to be a fatal four-way between Moxie Molly, Natasha, Casey Dillon, and I think I'm going to pronounce, uh, pronounce it right, but I think it's Pal- uh, Paloma Star. Paloma Star, I don't remember if we ever saw her. Dillon, I know I haven't seen her. She she hasn't been at the previous shows? Not that I remember. So no. we're going to be at a history-making show here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think, I mean, like, because I know, I know Southland Championship Wrestling was a different company previous to before we got there. So I don't know if that company ever had a women's title uh, champion. We do know ARW has a women's championship uh, champion, which is pretty cool. And uh, her their champion is a fucking monster. I mean, she, she was part she's of the hot, of Iron. But she's fucking, yeah. yeah, she's, I mean, she's she's almost like, uh, mm, I, I never seen uh, Natalia in person, but I'm assuming like, she's built like Natalia, just probably a little bit taller. Almost kind of like a Tamina kind of like. I would say Tamina, maybe Sienna from Impact kind of deal. She's hot. She is hot. She is like class and like kick ass. It's awesome. And metal. And metal. And absolutely metal. Uh, But yeah, Fatal 4-Way, Moxie, uh, Natasha, Casey, and Paloma. There's going to be a tag team match between the family and the Revolt. And the Revolt is a relatively new tag team for Mm -hmm. SCW. Uh, Of course, our our good friend... uh, 
Andy is a name. Andy. And we don't remember the other guy. Yeah, it don't matter. Probably, I think he got mad at us because we didn't remember. We don't remember the other. I'm guy. fine with that. It's probably. Yeah. I mean, there's probably some dude who just picked out like a study hall detention bullshit thing at school or whatever. Yeah, I mean, right? Probably like a preparatory school. Right. Probably just they just ended up picking at the same fucking dumpster, or some shit, you know, whatever. Um. Genesis titles on the line. Bo Anderson's taking on Bane X. Ooh. So I'm super excited for that one. Yeah, I, I like Bo. Yep, we got uh, the heavyweight title for SCW, Max Holiday taking on Maverick Cage. Oh, that's a big step for Holiday. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Fucking huge. Watch um, out, Holiday. Cage does wrestle giraffes. He wrestles giraffes. Yeah. He he's he's gone on record With and us. said it. Yeah, yeah, it's on a previous show. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> also, Sean Mulligan's gonna be there. Hunter Payne's gonna be there. Max Blaylock's gonna be there. Angus is gonna be there. Also, uh. It is rumored that Santana Stark from ARW is going to be there. So I'm really excited to see how everything with ARW and SCW is going. Because the weirdest thing about this whole situation is like when ARW is in SCW's house, they want to cause a problem. They want to cause a commotion. They want to step over the line and shit. SCW, they didn't start a fight at uh, ARW's show. Yeah, the last show at ARW was actually... Pretty civil. Yeah, all all they want to do, they just want to be there to back up uh, Harris and the Sheik during the tag match. And all of a sudden, like, this new commissioner wants to blow up and tell them that you can't do this, you know, because we have a contract and stuff. And they respected that decision. Right. You know, if I, I mean, if I was Hunter or any other guy from SCW, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Isn't that the expression? You know, it's like, you know. Hey. I mean, it's, you know, it's like I'm surprised that they didn't go forward. But at the same time, I guess it's also a possibility that when you look at, you know, how everything was, maybe SCW was a little um, outnumbered when it came to ARW. So it was strategic. Yeah. Strategically not to attack everybody because they would have just put yeah. themselves in harm's way. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see if ARW has the um, has the same respect for SCW as SCW did for their last show and maybe just come in, do what they're uh, obligated to do by contract to do, and then just sit there and enjoy the rest of the show. Let's hope not. I would rather people follow the rules and not cause a commotion. Oh man, I'm all about that chaos. I love chaos. I know. You I can tell by I, your by yeah. you by your hosting uh, capabilities. Well, I think oh, you know, I think at this point I, I decided because I have sixty time. yeah, I'm sixty six percent of this. I think because obviously our fiftieth episode is coming up in two weeks. Oh man, that's so exciting. You're hosting it. I, what? Yeah. Intro and everything? Intro and everything. Oh, man. You're going to take 66%. I'm going to take 66%. Hell yeah. That's just because I have no idea what uh, to do for the show, so that's on you now. Oh. Yeah, we haven't gotten our ask us anything questions from anybody. Yeah, and I think everyone's afraid to ask us questions. I mean, we'll answer anything. Absolutely. Um, yeah, go for the uh, match of the week. So match of the week, uh, again, Women's Empowerment Month or whatever this is, I did choose a women's match. It was Rosemary versus Sienna and Impact. Those two had a hell of a rivalry. This match is, I think, almost 30 minutes long. It, it It's just crazy. Rosemary is one of those females that you want to see everywhere. Yep. And she has been on top of the female game. She is probably top one of the female performers in professional wrestling today. Mm-hmm. Outside of the WWE. 
if she was in WWE, she'd be top in the WWE if they used her correctly. Yeah. So check out the match. They're fun to watch. Yeah, I think Rosemary will eventually find her way to WWE. I did see Robbie E. signed with WWE. Really? Yeah. You know he was on the Titan Games. He was also on GTS. GTS? GTS is a YouTube-based wrestling show. Oh. It's goofy. I liked, I liked Robbie E., though. I liked his character in TNA. I did like Robbie E. Robbie is an awesome competitor. I yeah. think he's going to do well uh, in WWE as far as like the NXT and kind of like growing and everything. Yeah, he sucked in the Titan Games. I what the fuck is a Titan Games? You've never seen the Titan Games? You've never no. seen GTS? And what the fuck's the problem with you? That Titan Games is on national TV. Who gives a shit? It's hosted by The Rock. Who? The Rock. Dwayne? Dwayne! Yeah, there's no Rock anymore, man. It's Dwayne. Whatever. He will always be The Rock to me. Okay, Titan Games. So that's kind of like uh, Beastmasters? The fuck is Beastmasters? Come on! You don't know Beastmasters? No. Oh, man. Titan Games is like American Gladiators, but like... Nobody's shooting balls at you. They had to do, like, com- competitions between each other. There is one where they were up on, like, this platform. You know, they're all safety hooked and everything, and there's a wall between them. You had to push the wall to knock the other person off. Oh! Yeah, no, Beastmasters is more like uh, Ninja Warrior, but it's on Netflix and cool. Oh. I like Ninja Warrior. Watch Beastmasters. I'll probably like that, too. Sylvester Stallone produced it. Oh. And it's uh, countries facing each other. Countries. That's how we should decide everything. By countries? Nah. Fighting. Oh, I'd hurt you. <laughs> wasn't talking about us. Oh, then what the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about between the countries. Oh, you mean war. You're talking about fucking war. Because... Nah, not like war war. You, you, you choose a guy. That person wins. There you go. Okay, guys, so. <laughs> and that's how Dizzle J got edited out of the show. <laughs> Two weeks from now, we're hitting our 50th episode, which it's an incredible feeling. We couldn't do it without you guys. So, I mean, from the bottom of our hearts, we want to say thank you. Um, I showed Dizzle J a couple days ago that we have reached over 850 uh, downloads and views of the podcast so far. Uh, we're trying to hit 1,000 by the 50th episode. It's a good possibility it's not going to happen. If it does, incredible. If not, not a big deal. But make sure you follow us on social media and stuff like that. And I'm just, I want to do this now because I want us to end on the uh, freaking thoughts and shit. Um, but make sure you follow us on Facebook because we do post um, almost daily on that as far as, you know, in, uh, news about uh, wrestling. Uh, we do the freaking five off of there. The results from all uh, the pay-per-views and our decisions and stuff like that. But we also ask you guys a lot on the freaking five as far as like merchandise and stuff like that. And that's also where we link the uh, Podbean to so you guys can find our shows. So if for some reason like you tell somebody about our show and for some reason they cannot find it, have them like add Just Freaking Wrestling on Facebook. The link will be there when it gets released on Saturdays. Uh, but we are on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, uh, Spotify. You just got to search uh, Just Freaking Wrestling. But follow us on Instagram and uh, Facebook. You can do Twitter, too, but we really don't use it that much. I'm probably, like, this close to getting rid of Twitter, just because Twitter's not really as big as it used to be. According to recent reports, Twitter has actually gone down in users. Yeah, Instagram is, like, growing. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. But Instagram is where we post all, like, the wrestling photos from, like, the shows and stuff like that. 
once in a while, if we have a goofy photo of wrestling and stuff, I'll get posted on there too. But mainly Facebook is our go-to social media base. Yeah. Um, it's the best place to reach us. You can message us and everything. Or you can email us at jfwpodcast.yahoo.com. Uh, keep following the show. Keep following us on social media and everything. Uh, a cool, exciting thing that may be coming up. It's in the works, so I can't promise anything. Um, we're discussing a collaboration with my other podcast, This Freaking Show, as well as another podcast hosted by Sarge, who was supposed to be on our show, uh, but he's on his own show called The Gray Area. Uh, working on a collaboration to actually create a podcast network. So basically all our content and everything is going to be centralized into one group. So that will be pretty cool. And we're also looking into merchandising, which is why we want you guys to tell us if you guys are into merchandise or not. Because we could get something set up to create merchandise and hopefully have something maybe by the, uh, you know, by summertime with, you know, shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, uh, hoodies, you know, coffee mugs and stuff Pretty like much that. anything from yeah. one website. Yeah, pretty so. much, yeah. So we're looking into that, but we want to know from you guys if that's something you're interested in because it's an investment for us to do and... You know, we want to invest as much as we can into the podcast for you guys, but I can't break the bank for doing it. You know, it's just not logical. Can we get this freaking dildo? Think they'll put that on there? Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, but yeah, no, two weeks from now, 50th episode is coming up. Uh, do the uh, Ask Us Anything uh, questions, you know? It's posted on our Facebook. Find it. It's basically any question you have for us whatsoever. It doesn't have to be wrestling-based, preferably because it's a wrestling show, but anything about our about us in general. Just ask the question. We will answer honestly. You can uh, direct it to both of us, direct it to each, each of us individually, whatever it is. Just ask us, and we'll we'll. we'll Respond to the question, we'll answer it right on the podcast. It gives you an opportunity to know us on a personal level. Because right now, you know D- uh, Dizzle J and Travis T. But do you really know Travis and DJ? I don't know. Right? So, um, okay, so go ahead. We got the the freaking final thought. Is that what we're calling it? The freaking thought? Final freaking thought? Final freaking thought. FFT? FFT. FFT. That is what we called it. Why don't you tell them what it is? So it's uh, we do one of us comes up with a list and we shoot at the other person. They give us their first thought about it, final thought about it, their final thought about it. Yeah, and it's not a uh, and it's not a uh, rebuttal debate thing. It's just getting the final thought on it. Right. Yeah, and it's an alternate every week. Yes. I did last week's. You're doing this week's. Right. That means last week's gonna be mine. Fiftieth episode is gonna be yours. Look at that! <laughs> it's almost like you planned this song. Right. God. Ever ever since episode one. <laughs> I'm going to screw Dizzle J in the long run. My master plan is to shoot out 37 <laughs> episodes of JFW, go on a major hiatus for almost six months, start all over again with a brand new season, just so right around episode 50. Okay, go on. <laughs> so some of this stuff we have touched on throughout the show. Yeah. Okay, but throughout the week I've come up with, uh, so Shane's heel turn. Dumb. Um... It, it, it's still like kind of a confusing thing where it comes to who really is in charge of what show. Is it the McMahons who are in charge of everything? And if so, why is it that Shane has to do a heel turn in order to like... It just, the heel turn made no sense. It, just, it made absolutely no sense. Um, unless like they want to do something major with a Miz being as a face. Which I don't like the Miz as a face. He kind of seems like a pushover guy. I'm not a big fan of that. So not a huge fan of the uh, McMahon heel turn. I'm a big fan of the Miz being... Who cares? Know. These are my questions. Yeah, I know. Who gives you, a you shit? You talked during mine, too. That's true. I side, I side note a lot. Of uh, so, Renee Young, not on commentary anymore. There have been reports. I think it's a rumor, but I don't think it's true. 
I don't, I don't think it's a step. I think it's a step in the wrong direction. The only thing I think the only reason they have to mention that is because this whole situation with Dean leaving, and to see how it kind of reflects on her if she's gonna go as well, and if so, to kind of move her out to get someone else in. But I don't. I'm still kind of skeptical on if Dean actually leaves anyway. So no, I think Renee's gonna be fine at commentating. So well, I'm just gonna skip down to Dean leaving. I, th- I think it's a. I, th- I don't think it's true. I think especially now with the whole Drew McIntyre feud and everything with the Shield, I think it's gonna give him a reason to really want to stay. Um, if he does leave, I don't know if he's really gonna go to ARW or not. That'd be the best move, but I think overall, A-W. maybe he'll go to ARW. Who he knows? Could go to that. But yeah, um, is yeah. I I think I think it's a storyline thing. I don't think he's really gonna go. I don't think they would really broadcast it the way they are if he was really leaving. Kofi having to do the gauntlet to get the mania. I think it's a great idea. I think that um, I think it show it gives it shows uh, the wrestling fan what he's willing to go through to achieve um, that moment at WrestleMania to take on the title. I mean, and this is going to be like the only only truly the second time going after a title minus the Elimination Chamber, but his first one on one for uh, that major title. So I think the Golden thing is going to be pretty cool. I hope they give it enough time on the show. Um, not to kind of like drag through it because unfortunately the uh, was it uh two four five the five people he has to go through they're top name guys you got the U.S. champ Randy Orton the tag team and then obviously Ronan so you really got to show them that they're capable of holding their own and it's not gonna be like a quick you know thing one and done so I think the gauntlet's gonna be pretty cool it's almost like a David versus Goliath on each one of those rungs it, and what's ironic about it too is that. Kofi's jumping through all these hoops to take on Daniel Bryan. I've seen Daniel Bryan had to jump through to take on Randy Orton. Right. So um, We did cover this earlier. Uh, the next challenge for Bane X and SCW and the Genesis title. We've heard, uh, we've heard rumors of someone he's facing. I'm not sure how public that is or if that was just saying. <laughs> um, I think, honestly... Um, Let's say you booked the match right now. Who is it going to be? Jake Andrews. Jake Andrews. Jake Andrews. Um, I think as great as he is with the family, uh, I think that he could hold his own as an independent uh, champion. Um, if not, maybe even uh, Angus uh, to have that top two because he's he's one of the guys who've been there month after month. So yeah. uh, Angus or uh, Andrews or even put him in a triple threat. Will the family ever choose a side? Yeah, they'll end up with. Uh, I think they'll end up with SCW. Uh, Machine pulling a Guerrero. Funniest fucking thing I've seen in my life. I did. Like it was so cool. And the fa- the thing is too, it's like, it's like I don't, I couldn't really, pers- I couldn't see how realistic it was to actual blood. But the fact that he doused himself in it, yeah, it, it was pretty funny. I think it was funny. I, th- I thought that was one of the greatest spots yeah, I've ever seen. Absolutely. Uh, Eminem on SmackDown. I hope not. I really, truly hope not. I mean, I, and I, don't, I don't know too much about but is he being signed on to wrestle? I don't think he's being signed on to wrestle. I think he's being signed on to maybe sing or something at a, at a rap at one of the shows. Well, because I heard it's a contract. It's not like a one-and-done thing. Really? But I haven't read too much. Like I said, I haven't read too much into it. But I heard it's like an actual contract thing that they want to do for Fox. Which blows my fucking mind because Fox is known as a conservative fucking company. And 
Eminem is like very non-conservative. So I don't know why they have to have Eminem there in order for Fox and SmackDown to work. Well, Fox has recently been been purchased by Disney. That makes sense too. So, so why would I, why would why would fucking Disney want Eminem? Do you know that uh, one of the original labels Insane Clown Posse was on was owned by Disney? No, because ICP sucks. Which fun fact? I listened to uh, Psycho Social by Slipknot. And I feel bad for everyone who listens to Slipknot. Like, why is their lives so bad? I enjoy Slipknot very much so. Uh, Charlotte's transformation into the crazy queen. Queen. Cream. Cream. Um, I think. Oh God, I don't know. It's really hard to kind of like try to think about that. That one's hard. That one's tough. Because I like it, but I think it's hard for the storyline. Because now you have a heel Charlotte and a heel Rhonda taking on face Becky. So I think like it, it seems like they're trying to do two different feuds at once to kind of, if Becky ends up winning the match, is she feuding out with Rhonda or is now she feuding with Charlotte? And if Rhonda or Becky end up winning and Charlotte doesn't, it kind of seems like they wasted it. Like, it kind of seems like Charlotte has to win this in order for this heel run as a psychopath to actually fully work. But it is Becky's time, and Becky should win this championship. They'll put her back, they'll put her on Raw, which I think she'll excel a lot at. And I think definitely that's what WWE wants to do to get the views back to Raw that they're missing. Um, I think it's a good um, storyline, but I think it's misplaced in this whole uh, Ronda heel thing. And I think it's going to be overshadowed by that. Fox pushing WWE to be more edgy. I hope so. I miss late 90s, early 2000s WWE, and I hope when they go to Fox, that's what they find again. I don't even want the HD anymore. I want to go back to the shitty fucking uh, tapings that they had. <laughs> the, the old school. Right? Yeah, and I want the... Raw's fu- war yeah, I, want, I, want, I want like the scribbled out WWE. I don't want this weird fucking electronic looking like <laughs> W's. I want the scratch his fucking attitude ever fucking W's. I, that's, that's my 10 right there. This is, this was kind of difficult to do. I'm just, I mean, it is hard, and the thing is, like, it's it's definitely more hard for you because I did a lot of IDE shit. Yeah, yours is a lot of independent, which is awesome. So luckily, we did have the ARW show to go to. Yeah, and I I try I tried to mix it up a little bit, and that basically the machine pulling grill was the one that I was really, mm-hmm. and that's something that yeah. was just stuck out in my mind ever since that show. So I got you. What's uh What's there at the bottom? The, that's uh, the, the, the pick. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, that's all I got. Time to ring a bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travesty. I am Dizzle J. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Peace.